0: Welcome back to Inside Rock. This is an episode that we've been putting off for a few weeks. It's called Name That 70s Band. Or Artist. Or Artist. Yes, sorry. Or Artist. Why do you say we've been putting it off? Well, because we did a couple in a row. We did 90s, then we did 80s right after it. And then we took a little break and we did a couple other episodes just to uh, address some of the other uh, topics we wanted to do. And then we thought, well, you know what? we got to visit 70s because it's Queeks' favorite. It's our favorite decade. It is. Come on, it's 70s, man. Yeah, now I need to tell you that in the show notes, I'm not putting the usual references and list of names and songs no. because it gives it away. But what I did put in the show notes are the two links to our Spotify playlist for memorable moments 70s part one and 70s part two. So you can still listen to 70s music. By going to the show notes and clicking on the Spotify playlist, and that's he's, all that people care about. He's let's so be honest. smart, isn't he? He's so yeah, smart. He's, he's right on top of Thinking it. Thinking ahead, guys. Kidneys, yeah. man. Also, it's a lot easier to do the show notes when you only have to write two lines. Boom! There, there, there's there, the answer. it there, there yeah. is. Yeah, so, so uh, what I was referring to is the format. If you if you've never tuned in before, I'm <laughs> sure that's not true. I'm sure. Well, the one guy has. Yeah. Well, he knows the rules. So yeah. we're going to be giving uh, we're going to be giving clues. Uh, we don't know what, she, what each other has picked uh, for a 70s band or artist, and we're just going to give clues, probably five clues, we have right, yeah, four really hard right clues, yeah. yeah. And uh, starting with harder clues, then they get easier. By the fifth clue, you should get it, no problem. And we're going to try to guess during, but we're not going to announce it until the fifth clue is given, so you guys can play along. That's right. I can guarantee we're going to run into duplicates here. Oh, for sure. Wow. Well, more That's th- more than likely. We did a few extras. More than likely. Yeah. You know what? I need a piece of paper. You got it right in front of you, right behind your computer there. The little pink hearts. Oh, yeah, remember? we got the pink hearts open Where there. are they? Oh, well, there it is. Yeah. I wasn't sure. I thought that was just a little message to me. He never comes no. prepared. No, I know. You, you Look got- who's talking? <laughs> He's the guy who always asks for paper. <laughs> I've got my pink heart. <laughs> Yeah, well, you get No, yeah, there's a <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, Don't worry, I'm going to let it go <laughs> Let it go okay. You want me to go first? Who said that? I did Okay Wow All right. You ready? Age before beauty and And wait <laughs> Oh my God, he got you there What are you talking about? Oh, I'm, the, you talking I'm about the beautiful me? one. What oh, you bitch <laughs> Hey, uh, whatever. Okay. All right, yeah. You want to go first? Okay, here we go. You ready? Yeah, I think so. This is uh, the first one out of the gate. All right. Here's clue number one. Yep. Uh, British rock band from 1970. That's when they started, 1970. All right. And they came out of Birmingham, UK. Birmingham. Okay. Yeah. I thought I'd narrow it down. I know it's a tough clue. Okay. And uh, let's go with clue number two. We're going to move. We're going to need two. Well, yeah, we're gonna Hold mo- on. We're going to move fairly quickly, so... Uh, is that it? No. Uh, okay, second clue. One of these times, Minuto is going to be the answer. <laughs> One of these times. Did you write down Minuto? No, I wrote down The Clash. <laughs> oh, oh no. okay. All right. Okay, uh, the lead writer for this group contributed to many songs that were part of Olivia Newton-John's movie Xanadu in 1980. Oh, I know who it is. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay, Quix is going to have a guess here. So uh, uh, that is correct. Bingo. Yep. And that, was, that was not an easy clue either. No, no. I know. Yeah. Okay, number three. During their 13 years of active recording, they sold over 50 million records worldwide. That's a lot of records. And by the way, I have the Xanadu LP, the vinyl. Oh, that's why you got it. No, I got it because I'm intelligent. Oh, okay oh my god yeah let's let's go sorry, sorry cha my god <laughs> okay yeah, clue number four the band holds the record this is interesting holds the record for having the most billboard hot 100 top 40 hits they had 20 no number ones and never had a number one single <laughs> i knew you're gonna say that yeah they yeah. hold that record the most isn't top that 40 crazy without a number one that's crazy yeah hey, listen they still made a lot of dough oh, off those are you kidding me for sure. Okay, now here's here's where we get into it, the easy one. You should know this. This I, is I, this I, is the chalk clues now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I told you. I you I give get me some. a bunch of freaking told... stab, Billboard stats. Give me something like. Uh... <laughs> okay, they're known for songs in the rock genre with classical overtones. Oh my God. Here, I'm gonna give chalk clue. Is it a visual clue? All right, okay. right. There you go. All right. Now he's he doesn't get it. Okay. Oh. Sorry, I helped him okay. out. There you go, buddy. I'm going to give. I give six clues for this one. All right. Here's cool. the sixth clue. Yeah, all right. One of their best concept albums. I just, I, I just can't get it out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get it out of my head. Come on, Cha. He's got it. Write it down. No, it, just tell me. Is it yellow? It, it is. is the electric yeah. Light Orchestra. One of my favorite bands of all time. I shouldn't have wasted yeah. a pink heart. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Jeff yeah. Lynn is oh, incredible. Talented guy. Hey? Okay? Yeah, he's really good. But really just good. I mean the whole way that, that the progressive rock style that they brought bringing yeah. You know different types of orchestras and different kinds of arrangements that brought classical integration. It was awesome, and we almost got to see Roll Over ah, Beethoven. Shut up. Almost <laughs> got to see it live. Dude, how many times have you told that Every story? Every time you bring up ELO. All right. Okay. Known. Can I go next? By yeah, the way, I've got the extended version of uh, Roll Over Beethoven. You don't. Yes, I do. Just not on that LP. All right. I got the original record. It was off of Electric Light Orchestra Two. Yes. Okay. Go ahead, Shaw. Yeah. Wait it, a minute. This is <laughs> number two. <laughs> <laughs> I remember last time you kept counting. Yeah, breath. I remember. <laughs> number two. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Okay, they're an English rock band formed in London in 1965. Mm. Mm. Now, some of these... Some people... The, the next one, some people are going to be all over it. Probably, all right. probably Queeks is one of them. But, yeah, let's go. Um Under... Sid Barrett's leadership, they released two charting singles, and the successful debut album, The Piper at the Gates of Dawn, in 1967. No, got see, it. I knew he would get it. Now I'm just checking my list to see if there's any duplication. Tweaks. Tweaks. <laughs> 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 Silly oh. webbit, tweaks are for kids. <laughs> yeah. Tweaks T- has got it. Yeah. All right. A lot of people got it off of that clue. Out there, probably. Come on, I, I, need, I need another clue. Okay, here we go. Uh, Barrett's, Barrett's um, deteriorating mental health led his band-aids to, to invite guitarist and vocalist David Gilmore to join in 1967. Okay, I know that now. I'll write it down. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. You don't have to write the word yeah, you, you don't have it. to write the word pink because the heart it. is pink. You just pull, hold up the heart and All right, say, I'm gonna Floyd. keep going for somebody That's what else I did. I'm gonna keep going for somebody no, else. <laughs> That's okay. Go ahead. Starting Go ahead. starting with it the, is now it's more informative. Would you infor- shut the fuck now, up? <laughs> now it's just informative. Go ahead, Cha. Sorry, buddy. May I continue? Yes, you may. Sorry, pal. Uh, starting with the dark side of the mood in 1973, the band did released. Did you say dark, dark side, side of, of the mood? mood? Moon, man! You said, I said, mood. said mood. I did not. Yeah, we both okay. heard mood. Let's go to the tape. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> mood. Okay. Yeah, okay. You guys are destroying my freaking turn, you well, know? Well, as soon as you said dark side of the mood, we knew what it was. <laughs> like, you know what? I Fuck didn't because I, I thought it was dark side of the moon. <laughs> Go ahead, chop. Finish it up. You buddy. know what? I'm fucking done. There's a hockey game I could be watching right now. <laughs> Fuck. Go ahead, buddy. Sorry. Ah, releasing concept album. <laughs> hey, is it Pink Floyd? I got one more clue, you bastard. Oh, oh sorry. Well, he's Come on. I want to hear more. Ab- yeah, but I want to hear more about it. All right. They originally called themselves the Pink Floyd Sound. Gee, guess know? who it is? Oat. Uh, gee, I don't know. Who is it? I think it's Pink Floyd. Wrong. That was the name of the original band, the Pink Floyd sound. The Pink Pink. I can't, dude. You know what? Now I believe you wait, two guys. Wait, wait, wait. Plink <laughs> Floyd, Dark Side of the Mood. <laughs> dude, I just fucking. It's a saw classic. It. It's a classic. seriously. <laughs> I'm gonna go watch a hockey game. Like, on, fuck this. <laughs> that was a good one. All right. That was a good one. Okay. All right. Okay. Who's next? I guess I'm gonna go. Yeah, it's oh, you. I can't wait. He wait. makes any mis- any <laughs> fucking flub, I'll be all over. Ah, it. Don't be ridiculous, <laughs> oh quick, God. Yeah, number three, <laughs> number
1: three. Go ahead. All right,
0: here we go. They formed in December 1968 in Dunfermline, Scotland. Dunfermline, Dunfermline. That's a oh, really oh, weird. Oh, oh, I would like a check on that, please. <laughs> Did you say that right? Let, yeah, me, let me see. Let me check. Moon or mood, <laughs> dude. It's Well, we formed in December 1968 in Scotland from the remaining members of semi-professional local group, the Shadets. The Shadets. Yeah. That's not going to give it to you. That's just a little more of a lead in. All right. Here's clue number two. All right. They were inspired by the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. They took their name. Who wasn't? This is an interesting part. They (laughs) took their name (laughs) from a city in Pennsylvania, which is cited in the first line of the band's the, the group, the band, the band's classic song, The Weight, right? That was a very complicated clue. It was, yeah. No, no, it's, it's very cool, but the band's song, The Weight, it's a classic. The very first line, they say, I pulled into, and that's the name of the band. Oh. Here's th- clue number three. We're going to need number three. I know. Yeah. The band moved to London, England in 1970 and released their debut album in 1971. After getting some attention with their second album, Exercises, Released in 1972, they supported Deep Purple on tour and issued the Roger Glover-produced *Razamanaz* in early 1973. *Razamanaz*, I know that too. I know you do, buddy. Write it down. Come on. Yeah. Okay. I. I, I, oh. I don't know. All right. Here's I'm number four. I'm a big fan I'm of gonna this. Be pissed. <clears throat> okay, you're going to get it from this, and you should. Uh, this was followed up by *Loud and Proud*. In, the, in late 1973, which contained another hmm. hit single with a cover of Joni Mitchell's song, This Flight Tonight. Then came another album, Rampant, in 1974, and that was equally successful, although its only single, shanghai and in Shanghai, narrowly missed the British top 40. Come on, boys. You got another clue? I need one more clue. Well, this is going to give it to you. I thought Loud and Proud. Loud and oh, Proud. oh, oh. oh. Loud and Proud was the album cover had a peacock on it, remember? The Family. Yeah. Oh, got it. Oh, got it. Here it is, child. Here's the one you're going to get it on. Oh, thanks. <clears throat> <laughs> so, their big breakthrough album was called Hair of the Dog. Oh, come on. Oh, it was released in a April of 1975 and produced by Manny Charlton. Ending, and Roger Glover, ending Roger Glover's association with the band. The title track of that album, popular, though incorrectly known as Son of a Bitch, due to its hook lyric. That's what it was supposed to be called. Everybody sang a, that lyric. Son of a Bitch, yeah. yeah. Became a staple of 70s rock radio. Kcha, Cha. Naz. Naz. Naz, right? Nazareth, Nazareth, baby. yeah, Love Hair of the Dog. It's probably my favorite album ever. Yeah, I knew that's your favorite album. Yeah. I love it. All right. <clears throat> Number four. <laughs> Number four. Here we go. Uh, this guy and his band started in... <laughs> oh, so it's an artist. <laughs> this guy and his band. <laughs> and his band. What the hell? Well, he well, you'll see what I mean when I get further it's down a, the uh, All right, yeah. Yeah, so it started in, De, in the Detroit music scene with a group called the Decibels in 1961. Hmm. That's why it started that way. Okay. He later went solo. Well, which, made, uh, which is why we're doing 70s, because he probably got became popular in 70s. That's correct. All right. So, number two clue. After turning down Motown Records, he signed his group with Capitol Records in 1968. Now, they had a hit in 1969, and on that hit, there was a member of the yet-to-be-formed Eagles who sang backup on this hit song. So the hit was in 69 with Capitol Records. A future member of the Eagles sang backup on the mm-hmm. song. I, th- I think I know who the future member is. I won't say it, but I think I know who it is. Can, is say it th- oh, crap. can I say, can say who say it, it is? Is it this? No. Okay, keep going. Okay. Uh, clue number three. He claimed big success as a solo artist with a backup band starting around 1976 with a string of hits. You're going to get it on the next clue. Now, is this an artist or a band? Uh, okay. I thought you were... His, his name? It's his name and... Oh. oh and right. then later on, it was just his name. Oh, okay, this isn't it then. Okay. Yeah. All right, All right so... Next string of hits in 1976, starting in 76. Okay, I'm going to mix these two clues up because the next one's just too obvious, so I'll go with the fifth clue. Uh, he, had a, he has an iconic song that's featured in a 1983 hit movie. Well, Is the movie Fast Times? It is not. Okay. Uh, iconic song... Oh. Oh, oh, is it out loud? It. Can I, I say the movie? It. I got it. Well, Can I, I say the movie? Yeah. Is it Caddyshack? No. No. I got it. I know the movie. That's him. That is correct. Yeah. Let me see. What Quique's is Quick's got it. Okay, there's here's the last clue. Really? Here's yeah. the last clue. It was falsely reported that he had overcome throat cancer. Yeah, I remember that big story. But he responded when interviewed saying, Nope, that's just the way I sing. <laughs> Who was it? Quicks Bob Seger in yeah. the Silver Bullet Band. Yeah, and then later on, just as Bob Seger. Yeah, but, uh, all the yeah. right moves. All the re- no, 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 risky no, no, business, risky business. So they the old time rock and roll. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I, I got the wrong Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, risky business. I was never a huge Seger fan. Oh, I love Seger. I saw Are you Seger me? in concert. And no. I was, yeah, no. He, if you've never seen him in concert, he's he's wicked in concert. Oh, I love uh, Night Moves. Great yeah. album. Yeah. You know, my least, I've said this before, my least favorite Seeger song, and I don't know why it's a popular Seeger tune, everybody loves it, it's Turn the Page. Oh, I, I just, like that one. I, I don't know. I just, I don't know something about that song. Well, it tells a story. Ah, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I thought you liked concept albums and stories. I do. We're going to do an episode just on concept albums. Yeah. yeah no, not, I, I like it. Turn the Page. No, yeah. Seeger's one of my favorite. Yeah. yeah, I like Bob. Bob's good. All right. Yeah, uh, Cha. Yeah? Number five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> An English rock band formed in 1968. Another English rock band, eh? I know. They cover all of them. Wow. The British Invasion. Yeah. Yes. Okay. English, okay. Okay. They, they were considered to be the pioneers of heavy metal and modern hard rock, although their m- musical approach has there's changed over the years, but that's what they were originally perceived as, like heavy metal and mo- modern hard rock. Okay, I think I know what it is. Write it down, baby. I think I might. Write after the down. first clue, all yeah, right. So. Clue two. I'd go to clue number two. Where are? That was clue number two. Oh, yep. He's got it. Bingo. Holy crap! All right. Clue number three. They shifted to a heavier sound with their 1970 album named after the band, self-titled, right? Self-titled, but in in, in rock. Yes. It ends with the, the name of the album ends in rock, but okay. the beginning part is the band name. And the album cover, is a, it's like Mount Rushmore, but it's got their images on it. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Okay, and this band together with Zeppelin, Sabbath, have been referred to as the unholy trinity of British hard rock and heavy metal in the early to mid-70s. All right. Okay, keep Nothing. Going. Clue number four. They were listed in the 1975 Guinness Book of World Records as the globe's loudest band for a 1972 concert at London's Rainbow <laughs> Theatre. I, I remember that. That's that. Yeah. 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 And yeah. they and uh, they've sold over 100 million albums worldwide. What? So 100 million. Incredible. Incredible. 100 million. You get another over. clue. Yeah. I've got one more clue. Okay, I'm going to give out a clue if he can't get it on the fifth one. All right. Last clue. Yeah. Between 1974 and 1976, with the lineup, including David Coverdale, lead vocals; Glenn Hughes, bass and vocals. Oh, he's writing something down. No, I'm not sure yet. Go ahead, give me the clue. That, well, that was a clue. I give you. Well, I recognize one of the names. David Coverdale, Glenn Hughes, Glenn Hughes, Tommy yeah. Tommy Bolan actually Tommy replaced Bol- uh, Blackmore in '75. Yeah, that's right. He's got it. Yeah, right. What were you going to say for a clue, Creeks? Oh, when anyone's learning guitar, they play this riff. Ah, that's true. <laughs> smoke oh, on the yeah, Water. Smoke on the Water. Deep. Off of their album Machine Head. Yeah. 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 It's Deep Purple. Yeah, Deep nice. Purple, baby. All right, Creeks, All right. you're up to bat. All right, let's do... Uh, number six. Number six. Okay, this is an American rock band formed in Boston in 1976. That's clue number one. I bet I got it. I bet you don't. Oh no! I know what he's going to write down. Yeah, no, it's no, too, no, it's no, too no, obvious. Go ahead, write. No, no, no. Boston? No, <laughs> no, not it's Boston. no, It's too obvious. It's not, not Boston. Boston. Yeah, it's not Boston. No, never no. mind. It's not. Go ahead. Um, I know what Chas thinking. I think I do. All right. Here's clue number two. They were at the forefront of merging merging 1970s guitar oriented rock with new synthesizer oriented pop that was then becoming popular and flourishing in the early nineteen eighties as well. Oh now now I'm not sure. No, that is wrong. Okay. Oh, try to took a stab at it. Yeah. No. Clue number three. Robert Palmer, not not the Robert Palmer, you know. Addicted to Love. Addicted to Love, He's a music critic for the New York Times and Rolling Stone. Describe their musical style as this. They have taken some important but uh, desperate contemporary trends, punk minimalism and labyrinthine synthesizer and guitar textures of art rock, the 50s rockability revival, and the melodious terseness of power pop. Wait, did he say rockability? And rock, did rock, he rock say melodious? Rockabilly. <laughs> Dude. Rockabilly. Okay. I said rockability, didn't you I? You did say rockabilly. rockabilly. Yeah, oh, you should have d- jumped all oh, over Oh, yeah, he, he sounded like an idiot. <laughs> well, he didn't notice it because it sounded normal to him. <laughs> no, I was being and polite mi- and letting you finish to see how many more errors you'd make. <laughs> and mix them into a personal and appealing blend. That was the critics' review of them. And they were named Best New Artist in 1978 by Rolling Stone Reader's Poll and won video of the year at the very first MTV Video Music Awards in 1984. He has long clues. No kidding. They're eh? informative. No, I, then I started drifting off thinking about cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so what's different about any other episode? <laughs> <I> <laughs> <can't> <laughs> All right, let's get back to What was he saying? Did you repeat that? <laughs> they were named Best New Artist by Rolling Stone readers poll in 1978 and won the very first MTV uh, music video of the year award. Ooh, that's a 84. good one. That's a biggie. Yeah, their self-titled debut album. This is clue number five. All right. Their F- self-five. Their self was twelve. Their <laughs> self. Their self-titled debut album sold six million copies and appeared on the Billboard 200 album chart for 139 weeks. Holy crap! As of 2001, their debut LP has sold more than 23 million albums in the United States alone. Their debut album, yeah, from 1978. Yeah, I, I don't know. Wow, you, you, you stumped us. Wow, what is it? Well, I'm going to give you. I'll give you a little more info, and then you're going to guess it. Okay. The band. The band disbanded in 1988, and Rick Ocasek. Oh. Oh. stated stated that a reunion would never happen The Cars man <clears throat> the Cars Benjamin Orr died in 2000 from can- pancreatic cancer and in 2005 Easton and Hawks joined with Todd Rundgren to form the spin-off band the New Cars which performed classic Cars and Rundgren's rendered Rundgren songs But anyway yeah so Rick Ocasek died uh, in two- just a couple years ago 2019 And did you did you hear that he wrote his wife out of his will Oh, paulina yeah Poroskova? really she stuck with him forever wow and yeah yeah i, I read something like that when i was reading them up yeah yeah. that's kind of that was a that's kind another of, story that was kind of a prick move he must have been pissed and the cars were inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame in 2018 and casick you know, died a year later wow yeah, yeah cars, that's a, the that's cars a... how could you miss that one yeah that, wow dude <laughs> i was nodding off <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'll keep my clues shorter. <laughs> oh, God. All right. I'm trying to be as informative as possible. Oh, you're informative. No, it's good. It's yeah, good. Right, yeah. All right. Number uh, seven. Seven. Are we still on? Do we still have time for any more? Yeah, we do. Oh, we, we do? Yeah, okay, we're good. Let's go. You're an asshole. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. <laughs> Just as long as Queek doesn't give any more clues, that's okay. All right. <laughs> here we go. Clue number one. In 1972, the BBC in the UK refused to play one of their biggest hits because they felt it was promoting a trademark brand. There you go. Don't think too hard. You can smell the wood burning right now. Okay. Clue number two. The name of the band was inspired by something one of the band members wore. That doesn't help me at all. Yeah, The name was inspired by what one of them wore. Wasn't that, wasn't that something he wore around his neck? Well, are you going to make a guess? No, no. Am I right or wrong? You are incorrect, sir. Oh, then it doesn't <clears throat> matter. <laughs> Clue number three. Most of their songs were written by poet Shel Silverstein. Dude, dude, you gotta help us out here. Who the fuck is you I... want me to give clues again, don't you? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, mine are shorter. Nine, or uh, four. Number four. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a fact. I'm trying to keep up with queeks. <laughs> 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 with only one original member left, the band gave their farewell performance in 1985 with lead guitarist and vocalist Dennis LaCourier. Isn't that isn't that the lead vocalist the guitarist you don't know his name because you know it by the band name yeah here's the last one you'll get it after this one they finally made it onto the cover of the Rolling Stone oh, okay. in March oh. of nineteen seventy three I forget that was his name yeah, yeah. can I say it that's that. yeah Doctor Hook. In yeah. the medicine show, Th- that which that it song, started right? that way, and then they yeah. just turned into medicine. or you know, yeah, I that was his name. That's a shame, too, you know, because yeah. I love Dr. Hook. They're yeah, and awesome. they got the uh, name from the guy who wore the patch over his eye and called him Dr. Hook because of Peter Pan's Dr. Hook. Yeah, Hook. Hooked. Yeah. Interesting. Peter Pan's Hook, not yeah. Dr. Hook. Oh, yeah. The Peter Pan's Hook. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, my turn. It's your turn. I yeah. can't wait. It <laughs> creaks, glaring at me. Come on, let's go. Is this number... Eight. Yes. Okay, you know what? Like this one's gonna be easy, especially for Quicks. probably for O two. It's just just gonna throw some easy ones out there. Okay, here okay. we go. <laughs> throw up that softball. Okay, an Australian rock band. Oh, four, I got it. You, got it. See? <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> well, he's got it. See? He's no, got he's it. got it. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't even finished, I even finished clue one yet. <laughs>
1: Can I read the rest of it? Go ahead, buddy. Sorry.
0: Formed in 73 by Scottish Born Brothers. Scottish? Scottish Born Brothers. Okay, number two. <laughs> the, the band underwent several lineup changes before releasing their first album in 75 High Voltage. Membership oh. subs. Yes. That's All right. right, I'm gonna keep keep going. Go ahead, right, for anybody go. that's listening out there. In February 1980, the original sing- singer died of an uh, acute alcohol poisoning after a night of heavy drinking. That's nasty. Yeah, number four. The group considered I'm a big fan. Yeah, I know he's he, my favorite. He was. He was. He was the best. He, he was wasn't the, best. the original singer though. No, he wasn't. The group considered disbanding, but elected to stay together, bringing in longtime vocalist. Brian Johnson, who okay, replaced Bon Scott. That's right. There you go. And the last one is, later that year, the band released their first album with Johnson, Back in Black, which was dedicated to Scott's yeah. memory. Bon Scott died in February, and they released Back in Black in August. Wow. And they were going to quit, but it was Bon Scott's mother who convinced the band to continue. Very That's, good. Did did they say never? the band's name together. You ready? One, two, three. ACDC. A-C-D-C. Love ACDC.
1: Highway I'm more. I'm more
0: of a fan of the Bon Scott years. I mean, the original. I mean, the original singer was Mark Evans. Remember, we talked about him in another show. Yeah, you got to love Angus too. <laughs> yeah, he's still rocking. My favorite album is Highway to Hell. Yeah, I know it is. It's yeah. great. I know it is. Mine actually is High Voltage. That's my favorite. No go. kidding. Oh yeah, yeah. She's got the jack. Okay, that get, is a good tune. Yeah. Okay, Chuck, get comfortable. Okay, number. Uh, Nine. Okay, oh, your turn? No, it's Queeks' turn. (laughs) Sons of bitches. Okay, here we go. They began as a four-piece blues-based band called Abernathy Shagnaster. (laughs) I got it. Signed to Canada's Attic Records in 1975 and issued the non-charting single Hobo. Shagnaster? Absolutely. Abernathy Shagnaster. Who knows that? All right, I'll give you clue number 2 since you guys right. don't know what it is. Their first album, <clears throat> originally self-titled but later renamed In the Beginning, was rare outside <clears throat> of Canada, even though they were Canadian. I mean, even they, they were Canadian, so it was oh. more popular in Canada. They didn't really do much outside of Canada. And what year did they start, you said? Well, their first their first album, well, 75. 75. They were Shagnaster, but <laughs> their first that album was hilarious. <laughs> That's a great name. It is a great name. <laughs> I'm not sure. It doesn't, I don't, I can't remember. I should have, I should have documented that. But uh, their first album, 19, okay, it's called In the Beginning, originally self titled. Here's number three their widely released second album received some scattered airplay in the U.S. with a cover of Joe Walsh's Rocky Mountain Way. It's you said there was only four members in the band. I didn't say that. And Canadian. Well, no. Originally, there was a four. They were a four-piece blues band, but when they released their their first album, they dropped down to three members. No, nice try though. Uh, they dropped Crap. down to three members. I, I need, I need one more clue. I've, yeah. got, I've got it narrowed down. Their third album, "Just a Game," in 1979, oh, featured a moderate U.S. radio hit. Oh, got it. Hold On, which reached number 38 on the Billboard Hot 100. Yeah, one of the members now runs a music school in Toronto. That is correct. Yeah, yeah they both got it. Oh, Gil, in Gil, both got Gil it. runs it. That's right, Gil Moore. Yeah, right. The band was formed in Toronto and for much of its, its existence featured Rick Emmett, Mike Levine, and Gil Moore yeah. from 1975 onward. This lineup, which recorded the band's first nine studio albums, lasted until 1988, when Emmett left Triumph to pursue a solo career. Yeah, Triumph, there you go. Okay, you, that wasn't so bad that time. No, that was good. That, that was very good. Thank that, you. That mm-hmm. Very, very Very good. Yes, very, good. Yes. very good. Yes. Gold star. <laughs> Gold star. Actually, that was my first rock concert. My first concert. I Triumph? Yeah. yeah. Actually, creek got me tickets yeah. for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? yeah. That was a good yeah. show. Yeah. yeah, it was my first rock concert. Yeah. Where was it? That was in Hamilton, Hamilton Place, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, good venue, too. <laughs> All right. Well, what, your first rock concert, but you'd seen Johnny Cash before that. Well, that, yeah. My first rock concert was... <laughs> I know, I love saying that. I know. How many people... That's, That's awesome. Cash. Are you I know. Me? That's awesome. Hello. I'm Johnny Cash. And <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> 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 I was too young. Bring on Menudo. <laughs> 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 oh, God, I didn't appreciate it then. <laughs> I know. I wanted to go get ice cream. What are we doing here? I know. God. <laughs> Which but I remember it. Though. You're glad now, though. Oh yeah, I do remember it. It was amazing. That's, That's awesome. Yeah. All right, number you're ten. Ready? Oh, you beat me to it. This is number ten. Number ten. Okay, first clue. Born in 1946, this person recorded rock, folk, country, and Latin songs, and won ten Grammys. I got it. I mean, you where, got they, it. where are they from? U.S. Dude, yeah. come on. There's no, there's no way he's got it. If he's got it, I'm not playing anymore. That is correct. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you cheated. Can you, you can see a screen. You can see his screen. I can tell you exactly why I knew that, because okay. I just watched a documentary on this person. It's because the Latin part, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the Latin song, she was huge in that. Oh, you gave it away. She. It's huh. a her. Okay, number two. She charted 38 top 100 hits on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 with 21 Reaching the top forty, and ten reaching the top ten, and one of her songs reached number one. That's awesome. That's yep. awesome. All right, Chaz looking at me like, I don't know. Okay, number three. One of her initial studio bands there went on to huge success. <clears throat> what the hell's that? Take, as, it as, take, take, it take it easy. Take it easy. Take it easy. Whoa! What are you doing? How was that? Yeah, that was good. Oh, oh, take it easy. <laughs> is this the? That's the Eagles song. Oh, that was one of her original backup bands. What was the Eagles? Queeks is correct. That's it. Okay, number four. <laughs> one of her first record deals was with a trio called the Stone Ponies. Yep, right on. And number five. She is known to have had relationships with Jim Carrey, George Lucas, and the governor of California,
1: Jerry Jerry Brown.
0: Brown. Got nothing? No. Hey, you're no good. (laughs) You're no good, baby. You're no good. You're no good. (laughs) Good. You're no good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who that is. (laughs) Linda Ronstadt. (laughs) Linda Ronstadt. Ronstadt. (laughs) Yeah, if you haven't seen it, uh, watch The Sound of My Voice. That's the documentary uh, on her. Uh, it's incredible. What a career she's she had. She's talented and beautiful. Oh, and man. Just a, a presence. She's battling with uh, Parkinson's, Parkinson's now. now yeah, but, that's uh, too bad. Poor but woman. But yeah, she's done, she's done it all. Like, uh, oh, yeah, it's incredible. Just. Yeah, big fan. I like her song, uh, Silver Threads and Golden Needles. Yeah. So which one num- went number one? You're no good? You're no good. Yeah, I figure. That's why I said you're no good. Yeah, yeah. That one went number one. Yeah. Right on. All right. That was number 10. Now we're on to number... 11. Eleven. Okay, here we go. They're an American rock band founded in 1971. Oh. Okay. Yeah, i got to narrow that down. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, clue number two. This is, this is, this clue this. number two. Here we go. Well, I was going to give you something else, but it'd be too much. Well, Queeks would get it, but initially the band had a core lineup, but in 1974... Becker and Fagan retired the band from live performances altogether to become a studio-only band, opting to record with a, a revolving... Quicks, has got something in my face. Yes, Bingo. he's got it. What about you? Nothing? No, I got nothing. Okay. Okay, clue number three. After the group disbanded in 1981, Becker and Fagan were less active throughout most of the next decade. Well, that doesn't help me at all. The band member names? No, I, I'm sorry. Okay. Since reuniting in 1993, they have toured steadily and released two albums of new material, the first of which, called Two Against Nature, okay, no earned man. a Grammy Award for Album of the Year. No? Nothing. Yes, you're right. You're right. Last, last clue. The founding member Walter <clears throat> Becker died on September third, two thousand seventeen. Sad leaving, day. Yeah, leaving Fagan as the sole official member. Yeah, sad day. And what? Bummed. And what uh, band is that? Steely, Steely Dan. Dan. Yeah. In fact, I saw Steely Dan about a year and a half, two year and a half ago, just before the pandemic, and he actually. Just stopped and he started talking about his buddy. Nice. Yeah. Where'd you see Steely Dan? That was in uh, in Toronto by the CN or what's that um, The amphitheater? Y- well, what's Molson? it called? Molson Amphitheater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was it was it was great. Wow. But yeah, he had a moment and he mentioned he mentioned his bandmate. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. You know, they were there's also you know I remember we watched it on Prime those documentaries. Oh, like, they're great. Watch the one on Asia. Their album Asia. And uh, he, they were so particular. They were, they're were they almost difficult to work with when they're recording that because the uh, the other musicians, they, they were under a lot of pressure. He just wanted it perfect. And, uh, yeah, it, it's a great documentary. You should watch huh. that one, Making yeah. of Asia. Mm. You always know Steely Dan when they come <clears throat> on the radio. I love Steely I have a Dan. The unique sound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, number 12. Number 12. All right, this band, their first record uh was in April of 1969 and it was a double album. And it was very rare for a band to put out a double album as their first album. And what where what where were they formed? Um this sounds familiar. I think in I'm in the, like states? Well, they're in the states. No, they're, the states. they're American. Okay. This might be uh, in my list. The debut the debut album made it to number seventeen on the Billboard two hundred album chart and sold over one million copies by nineteen seventy and was awarded a platinum disc. So that's clue number one. All right, big big debut. Now hold on, let me. Running out of room. No fudge. No, not bad. Here's clue number two. They were booked to perform at Woodstock in nineteen sixty nine, but promoter. Bill Graham, with whom they had a contract, exercised his right to reschedule them to play at the Fillmore West on a date of his choosing. I got it. And he scheduled them for the Woodstock uh, for the Woodstock dates. That's correct. Oh, it's got it. I knew that story. Yeah. Now, Santana, <clears throat> which Graham also managed, took their place at Woodstock. And it was his launch point. And it was, yeah, it was definitely, I lost, there it is. Yeah. Sorry, I lost my spot. Yeah, so Santana went on. See, even your computer's going to sleep. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And it was that performance at Woodstock, which was to be considered Santana's big breakthrough. That's right. A year later in 1970, when he needed to replace headliner Joe Cocker, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I won't go on with that clue. But anyway, that. So, Charlie, you want number three? Okay. After the release of their first album, the band's name was shortened to avoid legal action being threatened by the actual mass transit company of the same name mass transit company of the same name their name preceded that with mass transit at the end originally all right in 1970 clue number four in 1970 less than a year after its first album the band released a second album self-titled with their new shortened name which is another double album isn't that incredible and what what year were they formed they were formed 60's. in 69. They were formed for Oh, no, they were older than this then. Well, well, they originally were called The Big Thing and started in 1967. Yeah, is but when this? they released their debut in the That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Boom, boom. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they formed earlier than that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, so Chad got it. The answer is Chicago. Right, right, right. So the second album yielded two top 10 hits Make Me Smile and Color My World, both sung by Terry Kath. And uh, they also did on that album 25 or Six to Four, which was their first top five hit. Anyway, that, that, I saw Chicago too a year and a half ago at the same amphitheater. That that Terry Kath story is oh, it's terrible, brutal, T- terrible. I mean, Terry Kath. I mean, if you don't know, uh, in 1978 they were at a uh, a party, and Terry Kath had a handgun. I don't know why he had a handgun. No, but he actually yes, after the party, and him and a friend went back to his place. Okay, they, yeah. that's right. And he had a handgun, and but yeah, but there were other people there. The girls were there. Yeah. Anyway, I'm he, not sure who was there. He but. was joking <laughs> around with the gun. He put it to his head, and the, he claimed that it wasn't. They were saying, "What are you doing? You're crazy. Don't worry, it's not loaded." And he took the magazine out of the to gun. show him it was empty. to show him was empty. But there was still one in the chamber, and he pulled the trigger and shot himself in the head. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Nasty. Yeah. Nasty. What a waste. Yeah, I know. Total waste. Hmm. They were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame April 8th, 2016, just so you know. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Number? 13. 13. This band had a number one hit in 1973. So, okay, that's, that helps. That's an obscure... Okay, you you need to be a little more like Tweaks and Tweaks. <laughs> you, you need just, to be a little, little you more like... Did you say like Go. Tweaks? Did you say Tweaks? What the fuck, buddy? What? <laughs> he said, I said, you've got to be a little more like Tweaks. Who's Tweaks? T- <laughs> Who's t- <laughs> what the fuck? <hell> <laughs> Dude, am I having a stroke? <laughs> Let me lift my hands. Oh, God, one won't lift. Do <laughs> you smell toast? <laughs> tweaks? Have I mean, we even corrected him? He still said it. <laughs> See my what ha- my s- name is Tweaks. <laughs> See? This is what happens. You're serving water and coffee. <laughs> Where's the liquor in the pot brownies? <laughs> See what happens? Everything goes to hell. No, 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 no. All right, tweaks. <laughs> What's your name, dude? I forget. <laughs> wow. All right. Oh, okay. So, so they had two. A, they had a number 1 hit in 1973. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <All laughs> Their right. greatest hits album covering 1974 <laughs> to 1978 was released in 1978 and sold over 13 million copies. I think I know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would have went on the whole rest of the evening calling him tweaks if you wouldn't have corrected me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. God. Damn. No. So number three. In 1976, their ninth studio album reached number three and included three top ten hits with one of those songs reaching number one. What's the name of the song? Well, if I tell you that, it, you're going to get it right away. I'll tell you in, a, in clue number 6. I'll give you that one. Is that Is that it? No, that no, it can't be. Okay, number 4, the band named the band is named after the lead vocalist and guitar player. It's his name, the Bob Bob band. Okay. All right. Clue number 5, their 1977 album Hit number two and was called Book of Dreams. Oh jeez. Yeah, I think Queeks has got it. Yep. And hold on. Oh. And the I'll tell you the name of their number one hit in nineteen seventy-six. It's called Rockin' Me. Oh, that's not it. Keep on Rockin', Keep on rockin Me, me baby. baby. Oh all right. Yeah. baby 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 baby, keep on rocking steve steve miller steve miller band steve miller band band. yeah i've sell this every time we bring it up i tell this story but it was the first song i played on my groovy new stereo when i first bought it went back when i was 18 years old remember i do remember dropped the needle on it yeah it was great sounded awesome jetto liner liner. yeah Yeah, that's right first track side one book of dreams yeah that's cool that's cool. That's the one with the Pegasus on the front. That's, the, right. Yeah. that's right. We described that album and, uh, and uh, named that album cover, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was in there. I was pretty young when you had your first, I was young at that stage. Oh, you must have been, you were like, uh, yeah, you had to be, holy smokes, like, eight or nine? Wow. Uh, yeah, both uh, that, about, that, about yeah. eight or nine. Yeah, do you remember yeah. what I, I remember to this day what I asked you when you brought it home? I don't remember. And you asked me, what do you think? Hmm. I said, was the rebate on it? <laughs> the re- I remember that. And you guys started laughing at <laughs> Who me. Who the they... hell talk, talk, taught you that? That's what you... we said at the time. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, you guys started laughing. I said, I'm freaking serious. You, oh. you had any rebate on this stuff? Rebate? <laughs> <laughs> it's like eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a just foreshadowing uh, of things to come when he was buying and yeah, selling everything. I think so. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Okay, here it is. a good one. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say, I was going to say it comes from upbringing, but we were not say that. Oh, no. That's no. right. <laughs> okay, number 14. 14. Do we care what number it is? I do now. Well, it just, or no, whose turn I'm is it? I'm just doing it to irritate. Bruce. Is it my turn? Yeah. Oh, okay, here we go. Yeah. No, no, wait. You just went. No, you did. I just Miller. I It's where with you two? We're all confused. <laughs> Need more coffee. Don't yeah. listen to tweaks. Yeah, <laughs> Selly Wabbit. <laughs> tweaks are for kids. <laughs> All right. right let's uh, go. American rock band uh, from Rockford, Illinois, formed in 1974. I got it. Come on, get out of here! <laughs> <if> I don't. <laughs> Rockford, Illinois, 1974. Yeah. Hey, quit I, typing. I'm. I'm. Quit, quit typing, dude. Get off your computer. He types. He's a typer. He's a typer. Okay, clue number two. They released their self-titled debut album in 77 and found success in Japan with the release of their second album. I got it. Don't say the name, name of it. Name the, name the album. album The second album. Live Budokan. No. Oh. Oh, In Color. Right. I, I in, beat in you. In Color. In Color. I beat you. <laughs> I beat you. All right. in col- you suck. <laughs> in Color later that year.
1: Okay, yeah, same year they, wrote, they
0: released two albums. The same year, that's awesome. Yeah, oh, okay. and you—that was a big clue you just gave away. They reached the top ten in the U.S. charts in '79 with the Budokan. Okay, <laughs> live, <laughs> live Budokan. version yeah. Yeah. of "I Want You to Want Me." Yeah, that's wicked. And last clue for anyone that's still not knowing the band—the band's classic lineup consisted of frontman Robert Robin Zander, Zander yes, Tom Peterson, Rick yeah. Nielsen, and yeah. Bunny Carlos. Yes, what he said. Bunny <laughs> Carlos looks like he's like ready for a board meeting. I know he wears yeah. the tie. He looks, but he he's look, got the glasses. He's I know he mostly, mostly bald. He looks like he's about 55, 60 years I know, old. He looks like he... Uh, what is that comic Dilbert or Dilbert? Dilbert. Dilbert. Yeah. He looks like freaking Dilbert. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and the band is Cheap Trick. Cheap Trick. trick. Cheap, Cheap, Cheap trick. trick. Yeah, they're they're awesome.
1: They're yeah, awesome. they're a,
0: they're a fun band. They're good. Oh my goodness! I think I played in color. I mean, so many times. Yeah. Yeah, I love That's my favorite, is In Color, their second album. That's a good one, Chuck. Good Thank one. Thank you. Okay. Good one. Number 15. How many number one hits did Cheap Trick have? None. None. Yes, they did. They had one number hit, The Flame. Never heard of it. Why you never heard of The Flame? No. Well, I've probably heard it, but I probably know yeah, by the name. And you know what? You'd be surprised that it was Cheap Trick, to be honest. I bet a lot of people don't even know it. Robin Sanders' uh, vocals are awesome. Yeah. All right. You're up, Tweaks. Would tweaks. You quit calling me there? What the? Fuck? What's the matter with you, Chip? You, know? Chip. Dude, I wasn't even joking there. What's the matter with me? That's a rhetorical question, we I need, hope. Dude, to. we need name tags. Listen, you start smelling toast. Just put your hand up. <laughs> Holy smokes, man. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. All right. All right. Here we go. Is this 15? This is number 15. There it is. An English rock band. Another English rock band. What oh, the hell going the on? the British invasion, dude? An English rock band formed in London, England in 1970. They are distinguished for blending progressive rock and pop styles as well as for a sound that relied heavily on Wurlitzer electric piano. Oh. That's clue number one. Mm. Clue number two. They were initially a full-fledged progressive rock group but started with their third but starting with their third album in 1974 began moving towards more pop-oriented sound that's probably not going to help you a lot until while well, you're going to get it on this third clue you ready yeah. yeah go ahead they reached their commercial peak in 1979 now even though a couple of the albums before that are my favorites for sure but they reached their commercial peak in 79 with their sixth album, which yielded four top 10 singles. Wow. It was massive. Now I'm not going to tell you the name of the songs yet. Okay. I'll come back to that. Number four, as of 2007, their album sales exceeded 60 million. Wow. They attained significant popularity in North America, Europe, and South Africa and Australia. Their highest sales levels were in Canada, where they have two diamond certified albums and their only number one single anywhere is in Canada. Isn't that funny, eh? So the big following in Canada. But they're not Canadian. No, they're not. Hmm. You Hmm. think you know it? No, I don't. Here's number five. In 1983, Roger Hodson left the group to pursue a solo career. Rick Davies took over as the band's sole leader until 1988, after which they disbanded and periodically reformed in various configurations. And the name of the songs that went, the top four from that album from 79, the Logical Song, Take the Long Way Home, Goodbye Stranger, Super Tramp, and Breakfast in America. Super Tramp. Super Tramp, baby. Nice. I thought Roger Hodgson would give you the answer and Rick Davies. But... Yeah, so, I mean, uh, Crime of the Century is my favorite. I think that's a great album. And uh, it's Crisis, What Crisis as well. Yeah. Both really, and even in the quietest moments, they had so you, many good albums leading up to Breakfast. funny in how Super <laughs> Tramp is so iconic, but I didn't know the names of the band members. Isn't that funny, eh? Yeah. Yeah, they're great, yeah. I'm trying to get the whole collection, so I need a couple more, the later ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number 16. Number 16. Okay. Clue number one. A 1972 American band from South Carolina that combined blues, jazz, and country. All right. Number two. Their name is not after any member of the band, but references a blind piano tuner from Columbia, South Carolina. You know what? These references are familiar to me, but I I can't put my finger on it. Yeah, they were were renting a place, and they were trying to think of a name for the band. And there was a key with a a wooden tag attached to it, and this guy's name was inscribed on the key tag. That's cool. On the key tag. And they went, what about that? And they went, yeah, that sounds cool. Let's use that. Later on, they found it was this blind piano tuner had rented this place, and they had given him a key and put his name on it. No And way. he left the key there when he left, and that's where it came from. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I'm dying to know who they are now. All right. Number three. On their 1974 album titled Where We All Belong, they collaborated with Charlie Daniels and Elvin Bishop. Wow. All right, and we keep going. Number four, their most successful album was in 1977. and It was called Carolina Dreams, which contained a number 14 billboard hit. And I won't tell you the name of the song yet until the end. I don't know. Clue number five. In April 1980, the band's co-founder, Tommy Caldwell, died as a result of head trauma from a car accident. See, those are the examples. I give you the name of the main guy, and you don't know, but you know the band. Okay, clue number six. I'll tell you the name of that number fourteen Billboard hit. Heard it in a love song. Are you serious? Yes, that's the Marshall Tucker Band. That is correct. Marshall. Marshall Tucker. Marshall Tucker was the blind piano tuner. That's where they got. No kidding. Yeah, isn't that awesome? Heard it in a love song. Yeah, very (laughs) nice. (laughs) <laughs> hey, listen. That was that was harmonic har- harmoniously perfect. <laughs> okay, <laughs> was it? No, no. All right, there you go. Marshall Tucker Band. Yes. Okay, we got time for one more each for you. Where guys. did you come up with that one, buddy? It's research, man. That's research. good. I like that though. That was an, that was an obscure one. I like I that. I love the Marshall Tucker Band. I'm yeah. I'm, ashamed, I'm ashamed that I didn't know the lead singers. Uh, but isn't it like the backstory of their yeah, name? I love that. Like when we did uh, What's in a Name? That was a good one that we overlooked. No kidding. And I thought, you know what? Let's, let's do that. We may one. have to do part two. Yeah, you know. If there's that kind of information out there. Okay, Chip is up. <laughs> let's go, Chip. <laughs> 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 okay, Chad, let's go. What number is this? Okay. This is number 17. Thanks, Oat. Okay. Carry- I can't oh. carry on until I know what number it is. I know. All right. <laughs> they are an American rock band formed in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, right on The group originally formed as My Backyard in 1964 I got it So do I Are you serious? Yeah, we both do I shouldn't have said that I didn't think you guys would know that Yeah Yeah Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we both got it Very good yeah. yeah, very good. All right. Well, well I don't we know why we knew it because on my list, <laughs> <laughs> me too. Oh, that's why I was gonna say, What the hell? Why? And, well, it's called, and it's quite called frankly, research. I didn't know that was the original name. Yeah, it doesn't neck. matter yeah. how you know, but we knew, you know. Yeah, all right. Well, let me continue. Uh, go yeah, ahead, buddy, for whoever is listening. We're gonna what? fact check you because we got all the facts right here. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to sweat. I've been bluffing <laughs> through the rest of them. <laughs> no, here we go. Uh, Their fan base continued to grow rapidly throughout 1973, largely due to their opening slot on the Who's Quadrophenia tour in the States. That's it. Yeah, that's right, man. Their 1974 follow-up album, Second Helping, cemented the band's breakthrough. Uh, Jake bought me that one, Second Helping, 180 gram purple pressing. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I got it. Very good. Uh, Clue number three, uh, they wrote a song in response to Neil Young's Southern Man, and it reached number eight on the charts. You know, yeah. it's amazing that only went number eight. I mean, we know the name of the song. But we'll yeah. Say yeah, 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 yeah. For those that want to guess out there. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. Number four. Um, at the height of their fame in the, uh, in the 70s, the band popularized the, the Southern rock genre with songs such as... Well, I'm going to... Yeah, you're going to give it away. Yeah, I'm right, going right, to give it. I'm not going to... I'll say one. Well, before, before you do that, let me give them one of the other clues I have about where their name came from. Yeah. All yeah. right, go ahead. Uh, it was influenced by two things. One was an old gym teacher they had who he, he was really strict with guys with long hair. He gave give them a hard time all the time. Yeah. That was his name. And the other one was a reference to the name in the song, Hello, Mudda, Hello, Fada. Here I hey, am at Camp, camp, camp Granada. <laughs> There's a guy's name in there. Camp is very entertaining. entertaining. And they say that we'll have fun if it stops raining. There you go. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> I'm not sure that's the exact no. words, but there it's close enough. All right. Sorry. Okay. Last clue. Yeah. After releasing five studio albums and one live album, the band the band's career was abruptly halted on October twentieth, nineteen seventy seven, when their then their plane crashed, killing uh, Van Zant, Gaines, and well, that should give it away right two, there. Two Gaines, actually. Yeah. 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 Uh, even backup singer uh, Ca- Cassie Gaines, actually, she yeah. She and died. the pilot. Yeah. yeah. And the rest of the band was was injured, but they they lived. So, yeah, Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Leonard Skinner. Yep. You know what? I I um I started a playlist um like I was sitting on the boat and I I just said, "You know, play Leonard Skinner." I could not believe all the tunes I know. It's like incredible. Pop. They got a crap load yeah, of they're, great they're, music. They're a oh. super band. They awesome. are. And it's just it's a fun kind of music to listen to. Oh, it's great! You music, know, yeah. read the uh, Wikipedia page on that, and read the section about the actual crash itself, and then because that plane was loaded, there was a, there were like over twenty twenty other people that were injured on that. You know, it wasn't just them on the plane. Yeah, it, like the whole band was on the plane, and it gets pretty graphic in Wikipedia. Like Van Zant, apparently. He was laying on the floor on a pillow because he didn't sleep well the night before. So instead of in the seat, he was laying on the floor with a pillow. Not good. And they recall, you know, the pilot came back and said, you know, take emergency, get in your emergency positions now. And everybody started to panic, started praying, I guess, apparently on the plane. And Van Zant didn't make it back to his seat in time. They started hitting the trees. They could hear it hitting off the off the plane, and the plane opened up. And Van Zant went sailing through and hit a tree himself. Like it got pretty graphic. Like they interviewed the. Uh, they hadn't talked about it in a long time, but you read the Wikipedia page. It's pretty disturbing. Wow. Yeah, but yeah, what a, that was a terrible. That was a terrible day. Well, know, that that put a damper on the evening. Yeah, it. on a positive note. <laughs> great song. You want to edit that out? Yeah. yeah give well, me, just read. But it, no, it's part of history, man. But it, yeah. it's crazy. No, we'll leave it in. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> give me three steps. I know a little. I love oh, we go on and on. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, there's tons. Looking for the MCA. Tons. All right. right. That's great guitars in that. Yes, I love that song. Everybody, I mean, Freebird is the epic. Everybody knows Freebird for that, the guitars. Sweet and home that. Alabama. But listen to Working for working for MCA. Yeah. They're on fire in that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of being on fire, you know, they took uh, MCA. They changed the uh, album cover, uh, Street, yes. Street Survivors. Don't you have the... I have the original. They're standing on the cover and they're surrounded by flames. And after the plane crash, oh, they pulled geez. that cover. No They kidding. just thought it was in poor taste, and they got rid of the flames, yeah. And Queeks has the original. Yeah, I found it in Toronto. Of course oh, he does. Hey, I got his name right. Yeah, boy. Hey, Chip. Right. Hey, hey, to go, Chip. There you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The last one goes to... Tweaks. All right. <laughs> he almost said he tweaks. Almost said <laughs> <tweeks>. <laughs> 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 All right. Here we go. Here's the last one. We're going to do a Canadian one. So it's a Canadian rock band. Formed number in four. Go ahead. Sorry. 18. Eight, <laughs> sorry. I started a little early. Yeah. A Canadian rock band formed in 1969 and based in Halifax, Nova Scotia. I don't think the sheepdogs went back that far. Cool number <laughs> two. So. Sheepdogs are awesome. Yeah. Clue number two, the band enjoyed international success in the 70s and 80s, releasing more than 20 albums since 1971. (gasps) Can I guess? Can I just guess? Go ahead. Saga. No, not Saga. Great guess, though. Great guess. That can't be. Uh, No, it's not. It's not. They recorded their... This is number, number three. They recorded their second album titled On Record in 1972. The first single from the album was a cover version of the song You Could Have Been a Lady by the band Hot Chocolate. I never knew that Hot Chocolate did that. And oh, it's a cover. it's a co- Yeah, so they covered that, and it was called, You Could Have Been a Lady. The record was a commercial success, hitting number two for a single week on the uh, Canadian charts, as well as cracking the Billboard Hot 100 chart in the United States, where it stayed for 11 weeks, peaking at number 32. Wow. That's a big deal when the chart in the U.S. like well, that. Especially with the Canadian band. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Immediately follow. This is number four. Immediately following that triumph, they released a second single from On Record titled "Bad Side of the Moon." Oh, this song was written by Elton John and Bernie Taupin. Isn't that great? Also got much airplay on Canadian radio stations and was a minor hit in the U.S. as well. Both those tracks are staples on Canadian radio stations. What's that say? <laughs> I don't even know what that says. <laughs> Starts with an L. No, that's not it. Oh. Yeah. That's oh, I know it. who it is. That's not it. Come on. You guys should know this. It's a My Life. It's, it's a My right. Life. Hey, oh, no, what do you right. got? No, no. You don't know it. The band's seventh album, First Glance, had an immediate impact, and first two singles uh, were both successful on Canadian radio. Roller. Remember Roller? What's well, not it's These easy. guys. No, you're all over it though. I know. Wow. First glance was also f- also found an audience in the US. Okay, all right. Here's number 6. They have never been awarded a Juno Award despite 11 nominations. Miles Goodwin. Anyone? Oh, yeah. Miles Goodwin was awarded the East Coast Music Awards Lifetime Achievement Award in 2003, and they were inducted into the Canadian Music Hall of Fame um, in 2003 as well.
1: Oh, wow, yeah, you guys no, don't know no, it. I
0: got it. I know what it is. What can is I, it? Can I say Yeah, it? April Wine. It's April Wine, man. Yeah. April I knew Wine. it. April Wine is so underrated. I mean, look yeah. at They've had massive lineup changes, though. I mean, by their third album, I think Miles Goodwin was the only one left, and they replaced everybody. Not yeah. enough recognition for that band. Oh, they're amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. yeah. They were good. April Wine. There you go. So that's uh, 18. How many did everybody get out there? We didn't keep track here, but I think we, we got quite a few of them. We're very few. You stumped us on one, I think. What was the one you stumped us on? I don't remember. No, you did stump us on one. Oh, well, Super Tramp, you had a hard oh, time Oh, yeah, with. Super Tramp. I don't know why we didn't get that one. Yeah anyway i think i'd remind everybody to go to the show notes you can still get uh, links to the spotify playlist from our 70s uh, episodes part one and two from before so you can still listen to some of these 70s songs but we don't want to give away all the answers on the show notes so you got to listen to the podcast and what about the trivia even the trivia is going to be kind of hard yeah, i'll do a, do a generic, playlist i'll do a generic one then yeah, yeah we'll just do a generic trivia just a generic trivia there yeah you go. for sure all right, so I think we're going to wrap this uh, episode up without because hold on, what? There's a hockey game on. Oh, there's yeah. two hockey games. Well, on. Montreal. There's two. Montreal can knock off uh, um, <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> I, I, almost, I know it's very I, important to I, you. I, I almost said tweaks. <laughs> tweaks. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Chips getting an, 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 anxious over here. <laughs> He's getting anxious. No. Wow. We can't no. talk. To Holy. S- we wow. better. We better sign off. Right, right enough. Now. All right. Okay. That's it for Oat, Tweaks, and Chip. (laughs) The The Jabber Jabber Guys. Guys. Remember to go to our website, JabberGuys.com, to subscribe to our podcast, Weird and Wacky World, and Inside Rock.